Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through Acts. We're in the fourth chapter, and we've been reading of the encounter that Peter and John had had. Remember uh, that the Lord had moved through them to heal the man lame from the womb. The religious rulers were questioning and wondering what to do with him. So they arrested him, and then they got him in there the next day. And they queried them as to by what power and what name have you done this? And what Peter was just in their face. And he said, hey, if we're on trial for doing a good thing, let it be known that it is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, who, by the way, y'all crucified and that God raised from the dead. It's by his name that this has occurred. Well, the religious rulers didn't know what to do because they said, obviously, the miracle's taking place. And so they came back and they said, here, uh, you, uh, you, you cannot teach anymore in this name and you cannot preach anymore in this name. And Peter and John just went, well, I'll tell you what, whether it's right or not to do what God tells us to do or to do what you tell us to do, we'll let you decide, okay? But we can do nothing more than to talk about what we have seen and what we have heard. So they wind up being released. And here we are in Acts chapter 4, verse 23. It says this, When they had been released... They went to their own, as this their own companions, their own people, and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. So uh, I suspect that the companions <coughs> would have known that they had been arrested, right? They didn't come home that night, <laughs> whatever. And so they go back and they report to everybody. Notice the transparency here. Notice the openness. Okay. Notice the fact that they didn't come back, oh, man, we got arrested. We didn't know what to do right here because, you know, we were just doing what God told us to do and all this happened. And no, they come back and they reported to everybody what the chief priests and the elders had said to them. Now, how do you think the people responded to that? Okay. Obviously, they're under pressure from the religious rulers. Religious rulers said, you don't say anything in the name of this man. You don't do this. Well, look how they reacted. Verse 24. And when they heard this, this is the companions, when they heard this, they lifted their voices to God with one accord. So note what they did. When they heard the report back, they lifted their voices to God. They turned to God. And they lifted their voices to God, and they did so with one accord and one voice. It doesn't mean that they practiced and they were all singing the same thing. No, it, there's a unanimity here. They agreed upon this, what they're about to declare to God. So they lifted their voices to God, but what did they say? Well, we're, we're told in the next three verses, and it's all quotes out of the Old Testament. They spoke the word of God to God. Listen to what they said in the middle of verse 24. O Lord, or O Master, it is you who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. So it's a declaration. That's out of Exodus. That's out of Nehemiah. That's out of Psalm 146, that declaration. They're going from the very beginning. Lord, you are the one who made everything. You made the heaven. You made the earth. You made the sea. And you've made everything that's in them. Now, think about that for a minute. That covers everything, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. The heaven, the earth, the sea, and all that's in them. 
Lord, you've done this. Verse 25, who by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of our father David, your servant said, and here's what David said, why did the Gentiles rage and the peoples devise futile things? They're quoting the second Psalm. Matter of fact, these next two verses quote the first two verses out of the second psalm. But notice what they teach us. Notice what they confirm. Notice what they affirm. Notice what they knew. Verse 25, it was by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of our father David. They're saying that David, when he wrote this psalm, when David wrote these things that are in the scripture, that he was led by the Holy Spirit. You'll quite often hear people say, well, you don't really see the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. To where I have to be really, really careful not to respond about the abject ignorance is revealed through that. Okay? They're saying it's the Holy Spirit that spoke through David. And they call David your servant. Your servant. But they're not done. The next verse, verse 26, is uh, the second verse, I believe, out of Psalm 2. The kings of the earth took their stand, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. So they are seeing, and this is these are the compatriots here, this, these are the people, this is everybody together. They're saying that what happened to Jesus was prophesied by David in that second psalm, and we're seeing this. Verse 27 gives us more detail, and this is what they're saying. For truly, in this city, they were gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate along with the Gentiles, or the nations, and the peoples of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your purpose predestined to occur. That is a loaded verse right there, which blows a lot of what people think is theology out the window. Okay, uh, I've mentioned this several times, but I think back to the days when I was in college. And it was a group of people I knew. They were great. They, they were believers. They were very, very, very zealous believers. Okay, And they would walk up to you on a college campus, and they'd walk up to me, and they'd say, do you believe in predestination? Like it was some type of spiritual hocus-pocus. It's like they were trying to set you up. And you sit there and go, well, the Bible talks about it. The Bible teaches it. The Bible affirms it. Well, we just don't believe it. Well, is that not your problem? You know? People get all distracted because they don't pay attention to what the Scripture says. Look what they were saying right here that the ones that had come against Jesus, the Holy Servant, was Herod, Pontius Pilate, the nations, the Gentiles, and the peoples of Israel. And that they came against Jesus to do whatever your hand, and that your is capital Y. In other words, they're speaking to God. Remember what it said? They lifted up their voice to God. This is still part of their lifting up their voices to God. So they're declaring this truth, that these evil people, came to do whatever your hand and your purpose predestined to occur. And there's all sorts of interesting things that we'll, we'll look at as we go along, not only through Acts, but through the balance of the Word of God also. Okay, There are times when uh, God predestines something. There's no doubt. Okay, Predetermines, predestined. There's other times when God has foreknowledge about something, because he has foreknowledge about all things. He knows all things, past, present, future, and every variation therein. He knows it. He'll have foreknowledge about it, but he didn't predestine it. 
And boy, people get all distracted over that. They have a hard time because they try to rationalize. They try to say this. They try to say that. Just let the Scripture say what the Scripture says. Okay? And then as you do that, I think you'll see more and more and more about what the Lord is revealing to us. They're saying right here, these folks came against you. Okay? Now, watch what happens. Verse 29. And now, Lord, take note of their threats and grant that your bondservants may speak your word with all confidence while you extend your hand to heal and signs and wonders take place through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. They were not backing down. They were doubling down. And they're saying, Lord, take note of these threats we're getting, okay? But grant your bondservants here that we can speak your word with all confidence. And you extend that power. You extend the power to heal, the power to do signs and wonders, and all these things to take place in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you think that the Lord answers this prayer? Do you think the Lord responds to them when they lift up their voices this way? We'll look at it in the next episode, but I'll give you a hint right now. He does. And He does in a way that will likely make you nervous, but it shouldn't. Well, my time's up. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.